When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's make our picks for this weekend's games. Divisional weekend. Our picks are brought to you by London Menswear brand. Charles Terwitt, shopping new favorites at ctshirts.com. By Wendy's, try the new pretzel baconator today. By Elac 825, building our future. And by Surfside Vodka, nice to your sunshine and I can't ask for it at your local liquor store. Sean was really the only one who had a good week last week. To Sean's credit, he went 4-2. and two. He got the Houston game right, the Ram game right, Buffalo and Tampa right. Lost with Miami, lost with Dallas. He was 4-2. and two. I was 3-3 three and three for Divisional Weekend. I lost with Cleveland. I lost with Detroit and Pittsburgh, but I won easily with Kansas City, won easily with Green Bay, and won with Tampa Bay. Tommy Lugauer and Tiki Barber, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. You're both 1-5. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Your win, Tiki, was the, the last game. Buccaneer, Buccaneer game, Buccaneers. correct? And Lugie's win was the Buffalo game, and it was a game he flipped on because of the, the weather change and the time change. So you both went 1-5. and five. Here are our overall records going into Divisional Weekend. I've got it wrapped up, 53-31-2. Sean is now a half game. I'm sorry, 56-34-2. I have to add it together. Sean is 45-44-3, and three, and Lugie's 45-45-2. So they're within a half game of each other. And Tiki Barber's already wrapped it up. He's going to have to dress like a clown for a week. He's going to be 38-54. and 54. There you go. Mm. Let's start it off with Tiki Barber. Tiki, yeah, kick I'm going to start with the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. We talked a little bit about this game earlier in the show. It's a big number, man. There's actually two big numbers here. The San Francisco game is also the same. Nine and a half Baltimore is laying at home. We know what their playoff lack of success under Lamar Jackson has been. But I really gonna like, I'm gonna lean on CJ Stroud. I don't think they're gonna win this game, and I, I I think Baltimore is the better team, offensively and defensively, and they'll win this game. But Houston is scrappy, and I love the moxie of their head coach, who I think should be coach of the year, and their quarterback and CJ Stroud. I think they keep this one under a touchdown. So getting nine and a half, give me Houston plus nine and a half. The Packers and the San Francisco. This is the one game where we talked about early. Also, I feel like this could be a blowout. And it's not that I'm disrespecting the Packers, but they're young. They are going on the road against a juggernaut offensively and defensively in San Francisco. And I know that the San Francisco 49ers had a week off, but for them, that's just like preparation. That's Kyle Shanahan devising more ways to take advantage of what the Packers don't do well, which is things on the second level, linebacker level, which is where Chris McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, that's where they thrive, George Kittle as well. So give me San Francisco laying minus nine and a half. I think this is a this is a big victory for them. Tampa at Detroit. I love my guy Dan Campbell. I think he wins, but I think Tampa's is with the Baker Mayfield effect. I think they keep this one close. This feels like a field goal game to me. So give me Det- uh, give me Tampa plus six and a half. I think Detroit wins, but give me Tampa plus six and a half. And then lastly, Kansas City at uh, Detroit. Uh, Kansas City at Buffalo. I like the home team here. I mean, it's weird because we used to think that, you know, three points for the home team, they would just give you to the, give you to give you that automatically. But if you subscribe to that, they're not even giving them that. So this game's going to be tight. The weather is going to be an issue. Who can run better? 
and it's likely who, what quarterback can run better and not make the mistakes. Uh, Josh Allen hasn't made a lot as of late. I like the Buffalo Bills to win this game by a field goal. So give me Buffalo minus two and a half. So Houston plus nine and a half. San Francisco minus nine and a half. Tampa plus six and a half. And the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half. All right, I'm going to make this very, very clear. We all expect chalk this weekend. We are about to witness craziness. Mm-hmm. The NFL is about to be turned upside down in ways you don't think is coming. But I'm telling you right now, before I make these picks, insanity is about to ensue. Now, let's get the chalk out of the way. The Niners are going to kick some ass, all right? There's no question in my mind. Green Bay, give them a lot of credit for what they did to Dallas. Jordan loves all world performance. Now we're going to a different league. Now we're going to San Francisco. Now we're competing with the most complete team in the NFL against the quarterback that is still thinking about laying on the field in Philadelphia last year where it all ended. I think the Niners are going to crush them. I think this game is going to be over before you sit down and get comfortable. Give me the Niners minus nine and a half. But now let's get nuts. The Houston Texans are going to win this game outright. That's game number two. So, of course, I'm taking the nine and a half. And there's a few reasons for this. Number one, the talent on this Texan team is so much more than any of us could have imagined coming into this season. And C.J. Stroud is playing at an elite level. And it's going to continue against a Raven team that has got more pressure than anybody going into this weekend. They've sat there for a week and a half waiting, thinking about what happened four years ago when they rested and got beaten in the division around. Lamar Jackson is already thinking about it. He admitted it. Hey, I'm only getting older. I got to win. I think the pressure in Baltimore is so immense. They get off to a bad start on a cold day in Baltimore. Remember what happened the first time Lamar played a playoff game? They were chanting Joe Flacco's name. The boos are going to rain down. And I think the Texans come in kind of feeling loose, (laughs) feeling good, having a lot of confidence. Give me the Texans in game number two to win this game outright. There's a reason why I think they're going to win this game outright. I had a vision the other night, and I've had this vision now for a couple of weeks. I've had a vision... Of Taylor Swift. <laughs> now, you too? Yeah. Oh, maybe different. Though. And that vision of Taylor Swift is she's at the AFC Championship game. And that AFC Championship game belongs in only one city and only one stadium, and that's Arrowhead. And we've all made this assumption. Wow, the Chiefs are the three seed. They're not going to host the AFC title game. You've even said it at times on the radio, and I've always said, ah, not sure yet. The AFC Championship game is going back to Kansas City. And they're going to beat the Buffalo Bills. And I have no doubt about that. Now, I do think the game is going to be close, as confident as I am in them. But I think it's going to be one of those days, one of those nights, 6.30 kickoff, the darkness in Buffalo, where Patrick Mahomes reminds the world, like he did last Saturday, who in the hell he is. I think this is a 20-17 game, kind of like the regular season game, that really got decided by a penalty that was a penalty but is never called. I think this time Kansas City seals the deal, and they advance the AFC title game for the 500th consecutive year. And they do it in their own building. Give me the Chiefs in game number two, getting the two and a half against Buffalo. And in the final game of the weekend, I'm sorry, guys. I know what it's like to be a loser. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. A lot of you guys don't. You root for teams that are not losers, but a lot of you guys do. And what do we know about losers? Losers find ways to lose. lose. I'll give you an example. Remember the Minnesota Vikings after the, mu- uh, not the Music City Miracle, the Minneapolis Miracle? Yeah. Remember that whole thing? Yep. Ah, they're destined. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're finally breaking that curse of getting to a Super Bowl while playing inside. I knew it. Because losers lose. Remember when the Jets shocked the world and beat the Patriots in the can't wait game? I sat here that Monday and I knew this is like their Super Bowl. Losers lose. Remember when a basketball team in this town acquired three superstars and everybody thought it was a fait accompli, they're winning an NBA title? They didn't. You want to know why? Losers lose. Detroit Lions are losers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are actually a better team than we give them credit for, will walk into Detroit with a hyped-up crowd, and they're going to find a way to kind of upend the apple cart that no one sees coming. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers outright give me Tampa Bay plus six and a half. So I put my hot season on the line here. I'm not just taking the Niners laying nine and a half. I think they're going to blow them out. I'm not just taking the Texans getting nine and a half. They're winning money line them. I'm not just taking Tampa Bay to cover the number. I'm taking them to win. Give me the Buccaneers getting six and a half. And finally, I stick with what I thought from the beginning. The Kansas City Chiefs are back in the AFC Championship game, and they're hosting it. Give me the Chiefs getting two and a half. Those are my picks for Divisional Weekend. Sean, take it away. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Texans-Ravens game number one. I think Tiki hit on a lot of this stuff. I think you hit on a lot of this stuff. But I just want to make this clear. The Ravens are a momentum team. I actually disagree with sitting everybody the way they did, knowing they already had the bye, because their history tells me they're a momentum team, including this year. Week one. Little time off. Starters not playing. Texans. Punt. I mean, the uh, Ravens, punt, interception, touchdown, punt, punt was their first half first. The Houston Texans, they got going in the second half of that game. Off of their bye versus the Rams at home. They trailed at halftime, figured it out in the second half, won a game in overtime. I will take the Ravens to win, but I will not take them to cover. Wouldn't shock me if the Texans are leading this game at halftime. Nine and a half, too many points for me. Game number one, Texans plus the nine and a half. Game number two, look, Kyle Shanahan... The disparity between the 49ers and everybody left in the NFC, I think, is extreme. And I think the Packer defense stinks. I think you saw that in the second half as Dallas tried to desperately climb into it. The Niners got to have a field day. They're going to romp. I'm taking the Niners minus nine and a half. Game number three. Boy, how silly goose you guys are with this one. The Bucks are just the second team since 1990 to have both a bottom 10 defense and offense in this league and reach the divisional round. They met their match of other doo-doo team in the first round, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles. Nice story. It's still Todd Bowles coaching. Dan Campbell's got something cooking. Give me the Lions to cover the six and a half and another party in Detroit. And game number four. You think I'm picking Sean McDermott just because Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game, never played for those Buffalo fans? You're out of your mind. The Chiefs are going to win this game outright and find themselves in another AFC title game. Sean McDermott goes home, and we have a nice discussion like we did about Mike McCarthy this week about him. Well, one thing Mike McCarthy doesn't do, Mike McCarthy doesn't try to pump his team up by comparing them to terrorists the way Sean McDermott does. a good point. And I will continue to mention that, Tiki, and I will once a week until everyone remembers that Sean McDermott tried to pump his team up by saying we should be like the 9-11 terrorists. 
That's a true story. But anyhow, Lukey, go ahead. Tiki picked will the never bills. make sense, ever. It's okay that he picked the bills. Oh, okay, we can pick the bills on the yeah, show. Yeah, no, right. I'm just reminding yeah. people that McDermott did that. No, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, that's fair all. Enough. All right, so uh, as Evan pointed out, which he likes to do, I had a bad week. So oftentimes, off a bad week, I like to go opposite of my instincts, a la George Costanza, right? Do the opposite. So I'm most likely going to uh, do everything that I do, think the opposite way this week. You guys are dumping on the Ravens. This is not the typical Lamar Jackson Ravens. They have a lot of weapons. Isaiah likely is as good as any tight end in the league, and he's their backup. He'll be their starter this week because Mark Andrews is not there. Zay Flowers is a big-time wide receiver. Odell Beckham, we know, can step up in the big spots. All my instincts say the Ravens roll in this game. Give me the Texans plus nine and a half. Next game. <laughs> Wait a second. So you take the Texans. Yes, exactly. Going opposite of what I think. Oh, God. The right. Niners' secondary is not good. The Ravens carved them up. Love is showing what he could do. That receiving core, I think, is really good. Aaron Jones is one of the hottest running backs in the league. Look it up. He's had like four or five straight 100-yard rushing games. Yes, the Packers are going to be spunky here. Give me the Niners, minus nine and a half. <laughs> this is a letdown spot for the Lions. This is a situation where you have this big, exciting win, First playoff win in forever. Here come the Bucs. They be- beat a bad Eagle team. You think the Lions roll? Give me the Bucs plus six and a half. What? I like he's sense, going right? opposite there. Uh, I thought that was what he just said. All right, forget it. Go ahead. Do you pick the Buccaneers? Okay. I don't know. Tampa plus six. Okay. <laughs> All right, whatever. This needs to be said because this feels like a propaganda for the Chiefs. Thank you. That entire operation in Kansas City is a massive pig operation, and I'm surprised Sean is not banging this drum. From Taylor Swift to Patrick Mahomes to Andy Reid to Brittany Mahomes, enough! I've had it! I can't take another three weeks of the Chiefs. It is time for somebody to beat them. The Bills have been dogs in these spots tons and tons of times. They are bully team. They don't win the close game for once. Buffalo, please, can you just knock this damn team off? Give me the Bills. Laying the two and a half. Put these everyone out of their misery and beat the friggin' Chiefs. How about this? Kelsey's a pig, too. (laughs) I know I have to get a vaccine or booster shot. Stop telling me. (laughs) So, in two of these games, we were all together. We all picked the Texans and we all picked the Niners. I know. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. We we picked different was Kansas City, yeah. Yeah, Kansas City and Buffalo was the one we split on. Yeah. And three out of four of us picked Tampa Bay. Enjoy that, losers. Okay.